At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. So the Bucs take a three games to one lead over the Bulls. That series is over. The Nuggets stave off elimination, but they're down three games to one to the Warriors. That series is over. The Heat with a 3-1 series lead over the Hawks. That series is over. We have the Nets down 3-0 to the Celtics. That series is over. The uh, Sixers are up three games to one on the Raptors. That series is over. So the only series that we really have interest in are the Suns Pelicans, which is uh, you know even here two games apiece, and the Mavericks and the Jazz, which is going to be even at two games apiece, and the Timberwolves Grizzlies even at two games apiece. Let's take a look at some updated series prices. If uh, let's do that here and see if anything sparks our interest. Well, here's what we got in the Eastern Conference. Um, Every series is over, so it's really only the West. Yep. Memphis is minus 330 in their series against the Timberwolves. That's wild. Um, Dallas, minus 134 for their series against Utah. Now, that's interesting. And Dallas is in a spot where it's, it's exactly where I said they wanted to be. With the Luka injury... To start this series, I talked about the goal for Dallas. And the goal for Dallas should have been, and I'm sure it was, that they should just get a split of those first two games, which they did. And then the goal was to get a split of the next two games. The mission should have always been, and I didn't, you know, again, I wasn't banking on Luka coming back for uh, game four, but he came back for game four. He was tremendous. But my goal would have been to make sure that this series is even at two games apiece, coming back to Dallas for game five, where Luka would make his return. Now, my thought process was, as long as you could come back even, you shorten this series to a best of three. And two of those three games are in Dallas, and you get Luka back. 
So I'm actually kind of shocked why Dallas is only minus 134 to win this series. When you consider that they have Luka back and they have two of the three games in Dallas, games five and, if necessary, game seven. Dallas is winning this series, which is unbelievable because you could have gotten them at a good plus money price prior to this thing getting started with the whole uh, Luka injury concern. But I felt that there was just way too much an adjustment on the lines for those games. I had been betting Dallas plus the points in pretty much every game. And really, I'm surprised that they're only three-point favorites here, if we're being honest. It's almost as close to a pick as possible, and I don't agree with that. So I like Dallas here on Monday. In Game 5, I think they take a three games to two series lead, and I'm willing to lay the three points, and I actually really like them at minus 134 to to win this series. I think that price is just good enough to, to buy in on. Uh, your NBA Finals prices right now. Warriors are your favorite, followed by the Boston Celtics, then the Miami Heat, then Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks, then Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Sixers also right there, Mavericks, or whatnot. Um, I think the finals MVP market is very interesting because you can get decent numbers on guys right now, obviously, because we don't know who's going to be in the NBA finals. But let's just say you take your top teams that you think have a chance to get there. One being, let's let's go with the Miami Heat. All right, well, the Miami Heat. Right now, Jimmy Butler, 9-1 to one to win the finals MVP. Bam Adebayo, 25-1. to one. You know, you want a long shot, you can go. Tyler Hero, 65-1 to one to win finals MVP. If Boston, all right, Boston's got a pretty good chance. Jason Tatum, plus 550. Uh, who else? Jalen Brown, thirty-one to one. You know what about Marcus Smart? Where's Marcus Smart on this list? Because I'd be interested in that. Now, why would I be interested in that? Marcus Smart is fifty to one. The only reason why I'm interested in that is if you had to pick the MVP right now of this series between the Celtics. And the Nets. Who is it? Who's the MVP of the series? Yeah, Jason Tatum had 39 the other day, the other day, but he only had 19 points in game two when they were down 17 and came back. He had 31 in game one. But can't you make the argument, and I guess I am right now, that the biggest reason why they're winning this series three games to none is because of the way that Marcus Smart has shut down Kevin Durant. And wasn't it the first Warriors NBA title that Andre Iguodala wins the finals MVP because of the narrative of him shutting down LeBron James? So let's say, you know, the, the, the Celtics get to the NBA Finals and they're matched up with the Warriors. And Steph Curry gets shut down by Marcus Smart. Now, the Warriors might not be a good example because it's not just one player, right? The Warriors, you know, Jordan Poole can go off for 30. Klay Thompson can drill seven three-pointers like he did in uh, their game four here against the Nuggets. Draymond Green could have an, an amazing impact on the game. So there's you know, a lot of different pieces there, but you kind of get the idea where, where I'm pushing the narrative here of maybe there's a defensive, uh, the defensive prowess is the reason why they win that series. Anyway, uh, other players, um, speaking of those Warriors, well, Steph Curry's the favorite right now to be the uh, finals MVP, but I would say Jordan Poole at 44 to 1 or Clay Thompson at 60 to 1. 
could be good bets. Draymond Green at 26 to 1 right now. Keep in mind, Steph Curry did not win an MVP in either of the three NBA finals that the Warriors won. It was Iguodala in the first one, and it was Kevin Durant in back to back. So maybe the narrative is Steph Curry this year, but I think it's up it's up for grabs. If the Warriors get to the NBA Finals, it's wide open as to who could win the MVP. It could be Jordan Poole, and he's at forty four to one right now. Could be Klay Thompson at sixty to one right now. Could be Draymond Green at twenty six to one right now. If the Sixers get there, it's got to be Embiid. He's thirteen to one. If the um, Bucks get there, Giannis is. Plus 650. Um, let's see. Devin Booker and Chris Paul are both 10 to 1. John Morant is 13 to 1, if you think that the um the Grizzlies are going to get there. Mm, Luca, 25 to 1 right now. If the Mavericks can get to the NBA Finals and win the NBA Finals. And why not? Why not? But I think that you're better off like. If you want to go with um, a finals MVP, like you have to look at the correlation between the finals MVP odds right now and the NBA finals odds right now. For instance, the Warriors are plus 280. If you think the Warriors are going to win the NBA finals, Instead of betting plus 280 on them to win the NBA Finals, you could sprinkle some between Steph Curry at plus 430 or, you know, like I said, a Jordan Poole or a Klay Thompson, 44 to 1 or 60 to 1. Get a nice little payout there. Celtics at plus 470. Instead of taking plus 470, give me Tatum to win the MVP at plus 550. Uh, the Bucks at 6 to 1. Well, that's actually kind of close to Giannis at plus 650, so not real value there. Uh, Embiid is the plus 13, 13 to 1. Sixers to win the title are 11 to 1. So it's got to be a correlation here, and that's the way you kind of look at these things. Um, if there's, you know, if you have any interest in playing one of these futures bets, you might be more inclined to take a stab at a finals MVP with a player on that team, or multiple players on that team. You know, instead of betting one unit on the Warriors at plus 280, you know, give me a half a unit on Steph Curry at plus 430. This way you win 215, you don't win 280, but, you know, what if you put the other half a unit on Klay Thompson at 60-1? to Now you win 30-1. to So it's kind of, a, kind of an interesting way of looking at that. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We're going to talk NFL draft. We'll get into a little uh, NHL Stanley Cup finals or playoffs preview coming up next. Uh, Rob Pizzola, a professional better and the co-owner of BetStamp, will join me coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the... Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Satterberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Joining us now to talk a little hockey and NFL draft is Rob Pozzola from BetStamp. Rob, thank you so much for giving us a couple of minutes. Uh, we, I, I know you guys over there had been tracking my college football bets last season. We got to get you on. Start tracking the baseball picks over here. We're hot to start the season. I've actually noticed that. I've uh, <laughs> I've subscribed to Twitter notifications for you, Scott, um, because yeah, the, the baseball plays at the beginning of the year have been on a pretty good run. So we will do that. Actually, I'll, I will take you up on that, and we will do that. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys do a good job tracking all those picks over there uh, at BetStamp. Uh, before we get into the draft, let's talk a little hockey, Rob. What if? What is your take on? the favorites that have been dominating here at, as we get to the end of the regular season, what was like 11 and one the other day it was nine and two the day before that. For me, I've been looking personally to take advantage of the playoff teams or teams that need to win in order to either improve their playoff seating or in the case of like the Vegas Golden Knights to even have a chance to get in when they're playing against teams that might be looking ahead to their tee times. Uh, does that go into the handicap here with all these favorites dominating late in the regular season? I think it depends on the teams that they're playing. I, I think at this point in the year, you can kind of create team profiles, whether a team looks like they're motivated to play or not. And oftentimes you will get teams in late game situations uh, over the course of the year that they just look like they're out of it and you want to avoid them at all costs. But then you get teams, for example, like Philadelphia against Pittsburgh earlier today, where yep. the Flyers look like they're playing hard. And that's maybe a team that I'd be interested in backing down the stretch, even if they have nothing to play for. At least guys are skating out there and they're not just, you know, you, you know, uh, taking it easy on back checks and stuff like that. So I think it's very team dependent later on in the year. But a lot of these teams, especially, I mean, the East has been locked up for a long time, but a lot of these teams have been playing for playoff seeding and want to avoid certain teams and potentially get home ice advantage. And I think you're right. Obviously, targeting these teams uh, on the puck line late in the year to reduce that VIG has been a pretty good proposition, especially with the amount of goalie pulls that we see in the NHL nowadays, especially early goalie pulls. So uh, in previous years, I probably would have disliked that strategy, but things are changing in the NHL now. Yeah, I was all over uh, St. Louis here, and, and they were down 2 nothing early, which scared me, but then they dominated the second and third periods. They wind up winning 6-3 over the Ducks, but they're playing for home ice advantage in their playoff series against Minnesota. Now, both they're not going to improve their seedings as far as you know getting out of that matchup, but they're going to be in that 2-3 series, and they want home ice. So, obviously, they're motivated to pick up every win that they can here down the stretch. Uh, and then Minnesota was fortunate enough to get a win in overtime. So, no real change uh, from the standings going into today. 
Yeah, I mean, in previous years and and this year as well, typically late in the year, you're paying a premium on these teams that need to win because no one wants to back these underdogs. But like I said, the game has changed, right? Like the gap between the good teams in the NHL and the bad teams this year is larger than I can remember in a long time. You've had teams that have been out of it since Christmas, basically, in the NHL and teams that have known they've been going to the playoffs. Essentially, the regular season has been a dress rehearsal for uh, the majority of teams going to the playoffs this year. So you have a massive gap between these teams. Because of that, you know, you talk about St. Louis today, but there's been a lot of scenarios recently where you can look to live bet teams that go down early on that are playing for something and you end up getting some really good prices on them as well. So that's been an angle to take a look at. Uh, I mean, there's barely much time left in the season here, but something that I've been looking at over the course of the past few weeks. I'm going to give you a play here. I want your opinion on it. Coming up on Tuesday, because there's only one game on Monday, and I don't think anybody cares about that one. Uh, Tuesday, the Bruins at home against the Panthers. Not only does Boston want to win to pretty much solidify themselves as the first wild card so that they're not going to play Florida in the first round, but I also think it's a spot where it's it's a statement game for them should they match up with Florida in the first round. You want to give them a message, hey, we can compete and we can win against you. I also think that Florida sees the writing on the wall where Colorado is not trying to win the President's Trophy anymore. They've lost four straight. They seem to be resting guys. So with the four-point lead here for the President's Trophy, Florida might decide to take it easy as well. You like the Bruins at home on Tuesday? I couldn't bet Florida in that game unless I was getting a a really good price for all the reasons that you mentioned from a motivational aspect. One thing I've been keeping an eye on with the Bruins is they're splitting time between uh, Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman and net. And early in the year, Swayman was really hot. But if we look at the last month, month and a half, it's actually been Allmark who's been the much better goalie there. So if we do get an Allmark start there, I'm probably very likely to bet Boston in that game, depending on what the price is. And you probably will get a lot of those you know, Florida Panthers players resting, anyone who's dinged up. We're starting to see a lot of teams do it now. The, the Leafs did it with John Tavares tonight, which was like kind of out of the blue. Mm. And it's just about getting healthy down the stretch. Like you look at tonight's NHL games, Alex Ovechkin got injured for Washington, went into the boards uh, with a shoulder injury. Jared Spurgeon left for the Minnesota Wild, which is a huge blow to their defense as well. So I definitely think teams that are kind of cemented into their spots are going to take notice of that and kind of take it easy down the stretch. Here. And, I, and I think for Colorado, uh, they know what's been their MO over the past couple of seasons, which is early exits in the playoffs. And I think they're just trying to switch it up and do whatever they can to avoid an early exit, which might mean resting some of these players here down the stretch. That's why they've lost four straight games. Uh, who are you keeping an eye on as we move into the playoffs? Like, who do you like to advance at least past their first round series. Yeah, I think it's very matchup dependent for me because I mean, there, there's a lot of things to take into account for the playoffs. It's a very different game. You're not going to get as much wide open style of play as you typically would in the regular season. And this year we've gotten like a very wide open regular season with scoring at an all time high. But I do like teams that possess the puck throughout the regular season. Historically speaking, when you get to the playoffs, Teams that have had a good Corsi in the regular season have been able to translate that success over to the playoffs. But on top of that, when you add in the regular season matchup from the, the you know these teams playing each other in the regular season, that's also been a very good predictor of how the playoff series tend to go. So, you know, I look at Boston, for example, they're a team that I'm very high on right now, and they've been playing very well down the stretch here. That includes injuries to David Pasternak and Hampus Lindholm as well. But if they go up against Carolina, they played three games against Carolina this year. They lost all three of them by three goals or more. They actually lost two of those games by six goals. So I don't necessarily think that's a great matchup or style of play for the Bruins. If they can avoid Carolina, maybe they can make a run. So I think a lot of this is going to be matchup dependent. If I have to pick one team, like they're not flying under the radar at all. The Calgary Flames have been consistently good for the majority of this season. But if they get a matchup against Nashville, Nashville is not a very good puck possession team. Um, You know, they really only have a good goaltender for the most part. Everything across the board for the Predators um, has been like a middling team for the most part this year. And they've kind of rode UC Soros into the ground. If we look at Soros in the last month, he's just started so many games this year that he looks so beat up. So I think Calgary potentially could get by Nashville very easily. Uh, And then a second round series where they're well rested against potentially a, a you know Kings or Oilers team that went six or seven games, I think their path to the finals is is a pretty good one. 
for my Rangers, who would they rather see in the first round? Because I do think they have a good chance against Carolina coming up on Tuesday, but they're still they still would be trailing by two points for the Metropolitan lead. So let's just say they finish with the two seed, right? Would you rather yep. see the Penguins or the Capitals, who are actually only one point back of the Penguins for that three seed? So now, if the Ovechkin injury is serious, you want to see the Capitals, uh, in yeah, my of opinion. Of course, if he's not going to play, right? yeah. But like he, he went to the boards, and it looked like something like a separated shoulder, dislocated mm. shoulder, something like that, because he winced in pain immediately. Now, he's a trooper. He'll probably play through it. But I will say, the Rangers have looked very good against the Penguins recently. Last yep. couple of times they matched up, I watched those games. And, you know, one thing about the Rangers, people were ragging on them early on in the year because of their course, their expected goals, so on and so forth, which was really bad. Like of all the playoff teams this year, they're going to have some of the worst expected goals numbers going into the playoffs because Shesterkin carried that team for most of the year. Since the trade deadline, this has been a very different team. It's been a very dominant team overall. And Pittsburgh's kind of been trending downhill. Yep. Some of that's been because Tristan Jari's been injured, but he also was struggling a bit before he got injured as well. So uh, I think if you're the Rangers, it's kind of a coin flip. I, you know, I think Washington overall is a worse team than Pittsburgh, but if Jari's not back for the playoffs, then I think the Rangers would rather see the Penguins. Yeah, and the Rangers have been so good on the power play. And yeah, you mentioned the trade deadline. The additions of Kopp and Frank Vetrano has been tremendous for their offense. And, and really, like I said, their power play has just been uh, one of the tops in, in hockey, uh, especially in the second half of this season. Rob, hang with me. I want to trans, uh, trans, uh, transition from hockey, and let's talk NFL draft. Let me see what bets you're going to make here coming up for the first round here on Thursday. Here's Rob Pizzola from BetStamp. You can check him out on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. That's P-I-Z-Z-O-L-A. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Vegas with that two-goal lead. Hoping that thing just comes through. We got the puck line there on the Golden Knights, who are desperately trying to get a wild card spot here in the Western Conference as, uh, as the final three, four games of the regular season are upon us. This is The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, right here on VSIN. Going to talk a little NFL draft coming up next. It's the Sports Betting Network. of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, joined by Rob Pizzola from BetStamp, a co-host of the Circles Off podcast. And Let's get into the draft this Thursday coming up here in Vegas. The stage by the Bellagio looks beautiful. I will uh, avoid it, though, because it'll be a madhouse down there. I'll just enjoy my spot down here in Circa uh, getting ready for my show on Thursday night. But there's, it's very interesting because, Rob, we are hearing so many different things about the top of this draft. And we know the name of the game is is information and misinformation. And I always tell people, anything that you hear right now is because somebody wants you to hear it. Whether it's a team that wants you to hear it or an agent that wants you to hear it, no information is leaked because somebody got a great inside tip. Everything is what they want you to hear. So with that being said, what are you hearing? (laughs) What do you you got at the top? This is a great point that you make. So... What I typically do around draft time is I compile as much news as I as humanly possible. <laughs> Literally anything that I can get my hands on, I'm going to compile it. Now, I'm going to look at, historically speaking, the person that released that news or wherever the quote is from, has that been accurate in the past or has it been a smokescreen in the past? And now the vast majority of teams usually smokescreens. A lot of beat reporters and writers, they just speculate on things, whether they've actually heard something or not doesn't seem to be the case, but you can actually find some stuff in there. And you can also look at betting markets as well, which are going to tell you a lot about what some people might think is going to happen. Now with the draft, no sports book is taking a ton of money on the draft. So it's not like it's super sharp money or anything like that, but really there, there could go like, there could be so many ways the top of the draft goes. And because of that, 
I'm not really focusing on a, a whole lot of it. Um, what I've recently heard towards the top of the draft is that Charles Cross is in play much higher than people believe. Whether really? that's true or not, okay. I don't know. But Giants and Panthers, there's a lot of people that will be surprised if he drops from either of those teams. And potentially he could get drafted ahead of Evan Neal as well, uh, who a lot of people think might be the first offensive lineman off the board. Hmm. Some people don't think so. Uh, I think it's just a mess at the top of the board right now. And I'm kind of looking at some more under the radar stuff while people kind of try to figure out uh, what's going to happen in those first three, four, five picks. Uh, I'm looking lower down on the draft board. So is there anything that you have finalized yet that you are in already on? Oh, yeah. I'm in on a bunch of stuff now. Um, We can we can run through them. The the first and foremost is this one's going to be a high vig one, whether people want to back this or not. Uh, I played number of running backs in the first round under half. Wow. Okay. Ru- so no, roughly minus yep. 160. I so see no minus running backs. No running backs. And honestly, I, I just can't see. This is such a deep draft class at so many positions. And all these teams are becoming more analytically savvy now. There's no number one back. Like if you look at any big board out there, there's no one that has a running back in the top 50. I just can't see a team reaching with the amount of players that are available. If someone really likes a running back, I'd probably see them trading down out of round one. So I would lay the vig there. That's one that really stood out to me. Um, we're starting to see some some movement on uh, Garrett Wilson to be the first drafted wide receiver. Uh, I like that a lot. Uh, I played plus 100. I still see some plus 100s out there. So many teams that have been tied to Garrett Wilson in some way or another. I don't think he's going to go as high as number four to the Jets like some people are mocking because the Jets also have the number 10 pick as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta has a lot of interest. Even Seattle, who doesn't really need a receiver, apparently has a lot of interest there. The Jets, I could see at 10. And then obviously when you have the other big receivers there being Drake London and Jameson Williams, uh, great, probably going to be great receivers in the league, but coming off a torn ACL and broken ankle, there's injury concerns there. So uh, to me, Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, first drafted wide receiver, if you can get him at plus money, I think that's a pretty strong edge there. Who's the first quarterback taken? Will you be playing that market? Uh, quarterback markets are interesting. So I think Malik Willis will be the first quarterback taken. I don't want to bet him. <laughs> I can see a lot of scenarios here where Kenny Pickett drops. Um, I do think the small hand is a legitimate concern for a lot of teams. I think there's some realistic scenarios where he falls late in the first round. Yeah. I've actually bet the Tennessee Titans to draft Pickett at prices in the 15 to one to 20 to one range. And I don't think Tennessee necessarily has their sights set on him. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors about the Titans liking Matt Corral, but I think if Pickett is there, Ryan Tannehill's 34. I'm not sure how many people realize that. And from what I understand with Pittsburgh, who is in the market for a quarterback ahead of Tennessee, they seem way more enamored with Willis. Um, and Pittsburgh has historically been one of the franchises that whenever there are leaks out of there, they have historically been true. So I can see a scenario where Pickett falls quite a bit in this draft. I mean, these are educated guesses. Obviously, teams could trade up, so on and so forth. But uh, I think if you're going to take a flyer in the draft, you know, some sort of long shot right now on the board, Pickett to Tennessee at 15 to 1 uh, is a pretty, pretty damn good bet. Kayvon Thibodeau, I, I think, is the most polarizing name in this draft because I'm hearing so many different things when it comes to him. Ultimately, where do you think he goes and would you play anything on Thibodeau? You know what? His odds are dropping so much on yeah. third overall pick right now that it's kind of appealing. Like you, you he's can get Kayvon. The, he, he's, the, he's co-favorites to be the second overall pick. Right. He, yeah. Second overall pick, him and, uh, you know, I, I saw one... I was shopping around earlier today, 130, 150. I don't know what your your odds you're looking at uh, there, uh, Scott, in particular. But um, the feeling is that if he's not the second overall pick, he's just going to drop down the board. Yep. I don't necessarily know that that's the case. I mean, seven to one right now for third overall pick. I can totally see that. Obviously, uh, people think that the Texans are going to go offensive line. Uh, Sauce Gardner has been, his name has just been flying. I, I, I don't think there's been more hype around anyone in the top 10 over the course of the last week than Sauce Gardner. But um, I mean, I looked at that all day today. Kayvon Thibodeau, seven to one, third overall pick. That's almost calling my name. I don't know where he's going to go. I, I just think that there, there's so many possible landing spots. You could see so much shuffling inside the top five as well. 
Uh, I, I don't hate that bet as a long shot either. I, I've seen a bet here under four and a half. It's about minus 160. I think that's the move I would make. Uh, you know, I don't mind that juice, but I do think he goes top four. Yeah, I think the feeling is that if if he doesn't go second, that you're going to see back-to-back O-linemen from the, the Texans and the Jets or a corner O-lineman. I don't know. I, I, I don't... I think a lot of these teams will just take who they think is the best available and not necessarily draft for need at the top of the board. Uh, I could be wrong about that. I've been wrong many times before, but uh, I would agree if I was going to if I was going to play something on uh, Thibodeau, it would be at the you know the under four and a half there. So, so you you would take a nice plus money grab at Charles Cross to be the first offensive lineman taken. I don't not know that I necessarily would. I, I think you're going to see some money come in on under seven and a half because that's pretty much where his draft, um, you know, that that's pretty much where he's listed across the board right now at, at almost every sports book, seven and a half. And the overs favored roughly minus 130 to minus 140. I think as money, I think as the week goes on, money's going to come in on the under there. I'm not necessarily sure I buy that. You know, I, I have some Charles Cross to the Panthers that I took, you know, months ago uh, when sportsbooks were opening up. Uh, specific team-based props. I don't really love it anymore. Mm. I, you know, I, I I don't know what to make of that information, Scott, to be honest with you, but I'm hearing it from a few people that um, both the Giants and Panthers are very interested. All right. I have here some Jets and Giants markets, which I know uh, some of our listeners in, in the New Jersey uh, and New York now legal betting markets would be interested in here um, to for the number 10 pick. Jamison Williams, three to one for the Jets. Now, I think that's where the Jets go wide receiver. The question is, will he be there or Garrett Wilson, four to one? Will they be there? Because in my, I had always thought Drake London at 10 overall to the Jets. But which wide receiver do you think will be there at number 10? I think Garrett Wilson's going 10 to the Jets. Okay, so that's four to one right now. That's what I think. And then I think secondarily, I mean... I don't think the Jets are, per- again, this is this is just me drawing information from the market. I don't think that they're necessarily enamored with Williams or Drake London either. I could see a Jermaine Johnson, which would be kind of like a surprise there for the Jets at 10 <laughs> as well. Yeah. But I, I think Wilson's going 10 to the Jets. I, I don't think Garrett Wilson is going to, to drop any further than that. All right. Well, we will keep an eye on that, and we will certainly try and take advantage of the markets as uh, we inch closer and closer to the start of the first round right here in Vegas coming up on Thursday. Rob, I appreciate the time and the conversation, and we'll be sure to follow along on Twitter as well. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. There he is. Rob Pizzola. Check out uh, BetStamp. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Rob Pizzola or at BetStamp, and, uh, of course, the co-host Circles Off Podcast. I'm Scott Satterberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled. With the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. vsin.com is also where you will find all of my baseball selections, which uh, this week have been pretty, pretty good. Uh, 19 and six this week in our baseball picks and the baseball play of the day going back to opening day 13, four and one on the year. So all of the bets are posted on the daily best bets page up on vcin.com. So if you go to the homepage, you just scroll down. Now do this on your actual web browser, not on the mobile app. So it's uh, easier to find here. Scroll down to the middle of the page. And you will see a section that says quick links. And in those quick links, you will find daily best bets from hosts. It is there that you will click on it and then click on the day of the week and it will pull up the daily best bets. The other way to do it is by looking at your subscriber email. And in that daily best bets email, there's a link that says click here for the updated picks throughout the day. And that's where you will find the updated picks and you'll get all of my baseball selections exclusively for VSIN subscribers. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. NBA playoff action from Sunday. The Bucs take a three games to one lead over the Bulls. They win and cover. The Nuggets uh, win and cover against the Warriors. So they are down three games to one. They stave off elimination. The Heat take a three games to one lead over the Hawks, winning and covering. And the Pelicans win and cover as a dog, winning 118-103 over the Suns. They even up that series at two games apiece. Coming up on Monday, you got uh, the Celtics and the Nets. It's game four. Do or die for Brooklyn. I think, I mean, we know the series is over. No team's ever come back from down 3-0. And as much as I want to bet on Brooklyn here, And I do, because I want to buy into the whole zigzag. I want to buy into the whole idea that this team will fight and try and avoid elimination, much like we saw from the Denver Nuggets here against the Warriors. But honestly, this team just might lay down and die. I haven't seen anything from the Brooklyn Nets that gives me confidence in them. Kevin Durant's been horrible. Now, I know you're thinking... And part of me is thinking, he doesn't want to go down like that, right? You don't want to go down like this. He's got to fight. He's got to show some heart. Celtics are just a better team. But what's the motivation from the Celtics? Do you want to step on this team's throat? Do you want to win it now? Or if this series goes back to Boston for a game five, that hostile environment, there's no way the Celtics lose that game. 
So at least they they know in the back of their pockets they got this win in Game 5 coming, which would be the gentleman sweep. Uh, Raptors at the Sixers as Philly Luke looks to close out the series and complete their gentleman sweep. They won the first three games, lost Game 4 in Toronto. Philly's a 7.5-point favorite. They will wrap up this series. Jazz at the Mavericks. That series tied at two games apiece. Dallas a three-point favorite. I like Dallas. I really do. With Luka, they look a lot better. And I think that they will uh, come away with the victory here at home. And this series is theirs for the taking, right? There's three games left, and they got two of the three games on their home floor with Luka back now, and he looked good coming back from his injury. So I would go Mavericks in this spot. On your Major League Baseball scoreboard on Monday, Giants at the Brewers. Sam Long against Corbin Burns. No line out just yet. Rockies at the Phillies. Phillies are a big favorite in this one. Kyle Freeland against Kyle Gibson, a matchup that we saw last week in Colorado, which was a 6-5 Rockies win. Red Sox at the Blue Jays. Toronto's minus 135. I'm telling you, if you can bet this series, bet this series. Um, It hasn't been announced just yet, but Red Sox are going to be without several players, or at least they could be here with COVID protocols and unvaccinated players not being allowed in Toronto. Um, We haven't seen an announcement yet. I'm sure we will get one coming up. We know that Tanner Houck, their starting pitcher, one of their starting pitchers, will not make the trip to Toronto as he is unvaccinated. It's Nate Yavaldi against Jose Barrios in game one. But I don't know which players are going to be available for the Sox. Uh, We might find out here, you know, they're keeping things hush-hush maybe, but we might find out that uh, a couple of Key starters will not be um, will not be starting. Will not be playing for the Red Sox here. Uh, Mets are at the Cardinals. Max Scherzer against Miles Michaelis. Mets are minus one forty five. Total of seven. Astros at the Rangers. Houston minus one thirty five. Total of eight. It's Framber Valdez against Dane Dunning. Eileen Astros. Eileen over. Maybe an Astros team total in this one. Guardians just uh, off their sweep against the Yankees. Um, they're at the Angels. Uh, Cleveland minus 120 with Shane Bieber on the hill against Michael Lorenzen. And the nightcap is the Dodgers at the Diamondbacks. Walker Bueller against Merrill Kelly. Dodgers are minus 190. Do not be surprised if the Diamondbacks win this one. I love backing the Diamondbacks when two pitchers pitch. Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen. Merrill Kelly this season pitched four shutout innings against San Diego, pitched five and a third shutout innings against Houston, and pitched six innings of one-run ball against the Nationals. I, at plus, whatever the plus money is, I might take a flyer here on the Diamondbacks. Thinking about it, I might do it. Uh, by the way, Sunday Night Baseball ended with the Phillies losing one nothing to the Brewers. It was a pitcher's duel. It was 0-0 going into the ninth inning. Aaron Nola threw seven shutout innings, struck out nine. Eric Lauer threw six shutout innings. He struck out 13. Uh, Corey Knebel allowed one run in the top of the ninth inning, and Josh Hader closed the door in the bottom of the ninth. The bottom of the ninth that saw Kyle Schwarber get ejected by home plate umpire Angel Hernandez. There's a Twitter account called Umpire Auditor, which tracks um, umpire performance. And Angel Hernandez was the lowest rated umpire on Sunday, missing 19 calls for a percentage of 85.3%. He rang up six batters on pitches that were outside the zone, and he called a strike to Gene Segura that missed inside by a season-high 6.47 inches. That's how far outside that K zone that that pitch missed by where Angel Hernandez called it a strike to Gene Segura. Earlier in the game, called a bad strike against Kyle Schwarber. And then in the ninth inning, called a strike. And by the way, that strike on Gene Segura came in the bottom of the sixth inning with one out when the bases were loaded. And 
the next pitch, because I was watching this game, wound up being a ball. And instead of it being a 2-0 count, it was a 1-1 count. Segura wound up popping out on the next pitch. But if it's a 2-0 count, I don't know if Segura swings at the next pitch. It might be in there for a strike, sure. But on 2-0, you're ahead in the count. You're kind of sitting dead red, and you're kind of looking for something middle in. And um, could have changed the entire game. Maybe Philly scores there. Maybe Philly goes on to win. There's a, a lot going on there. So uh, he was absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. And then I tweeted out something funny. I was like, Sportsbook should just give a refund whenever Angel Hernandez is the home plate umpire because he is just that bad. Anyway, coming up this morning on Follow the Money, David Thorpe from TrueHoop.com will join the program 8 a.m. Eastern Time at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Adam Chernoff from Covers.com will join the program. That's coming up on Follow the Money on Monday morning. You can follow me, Scott Seidenberg, on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R, as we uh, gear up to for another hopefully successful day in Major League Baseball. Once again, the picks will be updated on the VSIN uh, website. Just click on the quick links for daily best bets from hosts. 19-6 and six this past week. We'll look to start off another week with some winners. Play of the day, 13-4-1 on this season. This is The Look Ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.